Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, this is your host, Steve Dawson, and welcome to the One Life Podcast. I wanted to put this episode out today as a little teaser. This is about a 10-minute long excerpt from one of the episodes of the One Life Podcast that's going to be coming out in October. And I wanted to share this with both subscribers to the One Life Podcast, but also to my listeners of the Music Makers and Soul Shakers Podcast of which there will be a new episode coming this week. But in the meantime, I wanted to introduce you to this show and hopefully get people to subscribe to the One Life podcast uh, in advance of it coming out on October the 12th. So what's going to happen on the 12th is the entire show is going to be released. It's broken up into 10 parts. Each part ranges from about 24 minutes to about 40 minutes. They all are completely improvised. The subject of the show is Mr. Jim Burns. And if you know Jim, you know what an incredible singer and character and just general all-around storyteller he is. Uh, If you don't know who Jim Burns is, you're in for a real treat. He grew up in St. Louis and he's lived in Vancouver for many years. I've worked with him on many musical projects over the years. And this was something new and different that we decided to do last year. This was done well before the pandemic, but the pandemic allowed me to actually get it finished. If you don't know already, what it is, is Jim improvises stories from his life, basically his life story, although it's not completely meant to be an autobiography. It's more uh, being a raconteur. And while he's doing that, in the next room, me and my band were improvising music based off of what he was saying, and we all were kind of feeding off of each other. And that happened for two days. We did it for hours and hours and hours, and then I edited some of it down, but basically what you're hearing is what went down on those two days of recording like this. If you could do us a huge favor and subscribe to the show on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, it's also available on Google and will be available on other platforms. But those are the main ones. And actually, Apple Podcasts is still the main one. And if you feel like helping us out, you could go and leave a review of the show, even though the show's not out yet. It would be really helpful if on the day that the that the show comes out, if there was already some reviews. That helps with the placement of the show on the day that the, uh, the the episodes all come out. So since it's not going to be an episodic thing where, where it's week to week, we could really use your help in advance of the release date to get those reviews in place and to help promote the show within the Apple Podcast world. So please head on over there, give it a nice five-star rating, and leave a little review. It would be really helpful. And so in the meantime, here is a 10-minute excerpt. I don't remember what 
what episode this is from. I think it's probably episode seven or something. And uh, yeah, this is me and my band, essentially. And we're improvising at this point. And this is probably 25 minutes into um, some other story. And Jim starts talking about a little encounter with Tom Waits uh, after doing a Doritos commercial. (laughs) So here it is. Enjoy and please subscribe. And we'll see you in a few weeks when the entire season comes out. Thanks for listening. singing these jingles and stuff so I got a call from one of the locals you know the guys that I worked with all the time and I went in to do a commercial for uh, it was for Doritos you know the corn chips and uh, so we had gone in and uh, there, you know the producers were there the guys up from the states and uh, we did and then it was sort of a uh, it was well a takeoff on, on a, a Tom Waits uh, piece from his album Nighthawks at the Diner Step Right Up and uh, you know, it was kind of it was based on that. Okay, so we went in and on and on. They should, you know, the usual stuff. And can we try that again? Well, that was good, but let's do it again. Could you try it this way? Could you try it that way? And we got to the end. Everybody seemed happy. Uh, you know, yeah, okay, cool. This is a good, a good situation. And uh, I went home, and the, the check came, and that was great. You know, I've been so here it is. Uh, and this would have been well. Uh, Late September of, uh, well, actually, it would have been October of 1988. Uh, my daughter, Caitlin, had been born in September, and uh, just three days after my birthday, after my 40th birthday, my, my daughter, Kate, was born. And uh, we had gone down. This was the first time we had really taken her out. We went out, and we went down to Granville Island and did some shopping and this, that, and the other. And we got home, and we were exhausted. And uh, so I went and kind of go have a bit of a nap before dinner. And there was a, the doorbell rang. And I thought, oh, man, I just, who can this be? The Jehovah's Witnesses or something? You know? And I was able to peek out the window to see what was there. And it was a fellow uh, that I didn't know. And Tom Waits, yes, that Tom Waits, was standing on our, ba- on our porch. Now, I had met Tom uh, back uh, when... In 1975 or something, I was in New York City visiting some friends, and uh, I'd been down in when I'd been on a, a trip down in Mexico. I met this fellow, Bo, who was a Tom's one of Tom's roadies. Anyway, we had run into one another in New York in, in the village in 1975, and so here it is, uh, you know, 12 years later or whatever, 13 years later, and Tom is standing on my porch. And what is this about? So I go down and open the door, and the guy goes, "Hi, I'm uh, Bill Feldman. I'm a." Uh, private uh, investigator from San Francisco and they, yeah, Tom Waits, please come in, you guys. And sit down, you want a beer or whatever? You know, what is this about? Okay, so it turns out that this uh, this commercial that I had done for Doritos based sort of on one of Tom's tunes. To make a long story short, uh, they had taken this uh, to uh, the, the PepsiCo or whoever it is that, that actually owns that company. You know, they... And one of the uh, execs there said, oh, this, is, this guy's not, this is not exactly what we wanted. We wanted Tom Waits. So it ends up 
that they had originally approached Tom about doing this commercial, and Tom said, I don't do commercials, okay? I do not sell my persona. This is me, this is that, and I don't do commercials. And uh, so they, he had turned them down. And they were not the only ones he had turned down, but... But in there, you know, so they had this thing, and when the, the guys who produced it for my version, you know, thought it was fine. But when they got to the net, uh, to the big company, there was a, an executive who thought this is this is not exactly what I wanted. Tom Waits, and so they had gone to a guy named Stephen Carter, who uh, lives in Austin, Texas, and does a Tom Waits tribute act, and they got him to do it. And Tom had heard this on the radio and flipped out that. You know, some they, they had gone and, and gotten a, a sound alike and, and done this whole thing. So they were going to take uh, them to court over, uh, you know, stealing his persona and his work and his, his copyrighted work. And uh, they wanted me. Uh, so we had, we had a big, long meeting. We, we had talked about, I talked about the session that, that we had done and uh, how it went, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so they, they wanted me to come down. And in fact, I did go down. Uh, to Los Angeles, appeared in uh, federal court, District 3 federal court, in front of a judge and a jury uh, to, uh, to hear this case about how they had stolen, you know, they had, they had stolen Tom's persona and work. And they got me up on the stand and I talked about, uh, because their defense was, oh, it's just a, it's just a, a, a coincidence that, you know, there's a lot of guys who sound like Louis Armstrong or, you know, got a gravelly voice and you can, you know, they, they were trying to just protect themselves by saying that uh, just as, it's a coincidence that it sounded exactly like Tom Waits. Well, anyway, I got on the stand and, and talked about all the work I had done and some of the people I had imitated, you know, for commercials, uh, Otis Redding and Louis Armstrong and gravelly voice guys. OK, and uh, so we and uh, this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Being Los Angeles, as opposed to just reading uh, depositions, they had actors come up and sit on the stands. And uh, the fellow, Howard King, was, the, was our lawyer. And he would, you know, cross-examine them, and they would read these depositions as if they were uh, the record, the commercial producer, or the executive at the uh, at the station who didn't uh, think this uh, didn't meet his standards. So, anyway, long story short, the judge and jury heard all this stuff, and they found in favor of Tom Waits, and Tom was awarded two and a half million dollars. <laughs> Which I'm sure his the Howard King lawyer would have gotten a big chunk of that, but so it's uh, I don't know maybe a month or so later I get a package in the mail uh, 
harmonica case, a Marine Band harmonica case. You've all seen them. And um, so, you know, in this package, I opened it up. And I opened it up, and it was like a gravity knife. One of these, you know, L.A. Uh, street gang <laughs> gravity knife. And, and a little handwritten note from Tom Waits saying, Dear Jim, thanks for having me cut through the bull, your pal Tom. <laughs> so pretty exciting time and a pretty so a lot, a lot of neat, a lot of neat stuff was really really happening as uh, and this was all at the same time the wise guy stuff was happening and we were oh man some of the stories I, funny we were in Chicago for a, uh, to go up and visit a friend a friend of ours it was just at Christmas time and mom and dad had come with me and my wife Robin and I have a really good friend up there. In fact, I was part of an investor in his restaurant up there in Chicago. And um, so we had gone up to spend a part of the Christmas holidays. And we were in um, one of the Tony hotels there on the Gold Coast. And, uh, it's in the bar. And, and I, I was, uh, my dad, well, I had given my dad my crew jacket. It said wise guy on the back. And my dad was wearing it. And uh, this guy came up and he said, oh, yeah, I saw that show on TV, you know, yeah, that's pretty good. They, they do a pretty good job. He said, yeah, I'm under th six federal indictments myself right now. <laughs> you know, in this bar in Chicago, and this guy said, oh, yeah, that was uh, my, we had a, we had a good laugh, <laughs> a really good laugh. Like I say, I'm so, I'm so glad that it didn't happen until later in my life, because it really didn't go to my head. I just realized I've been, I've been blessed. I'm so lucky, and I got this job that I love. <laughs> there you go, man. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.